Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. OMG right now. Benny, OMG right now, right? Yeah, Stephanie of James is in the All house. the way, all the all way. All the way. Just saying, right here. Um, you know, I love that I wake up every day and I take a look, and it's usually the night before I kind of prepare, and I say, what's my day tomorrow going to be like? And then I look and I see, well, look what Linda did. Just look at the lineup, and then who do I get to hang out with? And we get to really do the show. And Benny, of course, right? You know, Benny has worked with Stephanie. I work with Stephanie, Stephanie James, everybody. And what we're about to talk about now is I have to call it more than a journey. It is an evolution. It, it is a revolution. It is both. It is the evolution, revolution, and the solution. And that's what I know about Stephanie James. You may know her. All of you, right? Seasoned psychotherapist, transformational coach, dynamic, amazing public speaker, author, filmmaker, go on and on and on and on. But here's what I know about today's show. She is so plugged in to what we need as people right now to ignite, to remember the truth of who we are, to remember how powerful in the world we are and to understand at our deepest, deepest core what we're capable of. And so today you're going to hear a lot about women's empowerment. What does that even mean? And we're going to talk story, but fabulous book, beyond the book, into a movie, Becoming Fierce. What? Becoming fierce, creating a bold and beautiful life. But it's even more than that. It is the thing that Gloria Steinem said to me, sitting across from her in my little corporate suit in HR somewhere in the 80s. I don't remember, but it had the little bow tie on it. Actually, they were giant bow ties. And this beautiful woman sitting across at an HR event with the whole glasses, like the Gloria Steinem glasses. And, and I asked her the story most ridiculous question it was so I was so nervous I was shot I was like oh and I asked her this question and she looked at me and she goes like this because Stephanie knows what I mean and she looks at me and she says for you you have to do something outrageous every day every day since the moment she said that that is what I do Stephanie James has not only doing something outrageous every day but she is the essence of bold. Stephanie, it's so great. I'm so glad you're here. We got we got to talk, talk story. 
I'm so thrilled to be here, Pat. I love my time with you. I always feel so lit up every chance I get to be with you. All right, I'm going to start. Let's start conceptually. First of all, congratulations. Thanks. So people are, what are you congratulating her for? Okay, so we're not just congratulating you about the book. I want to go to the end game for a minute, which actually isn't an end game, but I want to go to where we are today because you and I talked about this and then you talked to people about this during the show. But we need to fast forward and just say, let's have a news flash. Where is Stephanie James today with that big, bold, fierce vision she had? Did she make it come to light? Or are we doing a re... Come on. Where are we? Tell us. <laughs> it, it happened. It's happening. And it <laughs> continues to happen. You know, and I remember our conversation, Pat, last year, and... I am so blown away. And, and it's so interesting. You know, when, when I talk to some of my friends, they're like, when are you going to get to the point where you're not surprised anymore? You know, where you open up to the divine and something manifests through and, and it happens. I mean, when you put your love and devotion and that fierce energy into something, it happens. And the, the fact that this event just last weekend caught on film this this amazing becoming fierce weekend up at estes park we had natalie ledwell we had pauline Wynn, misa hopkins cynthia james kari schaefer and myself and 20 participants and dove deep and i cannot even begin to tell you the, the film crew anna dara and film nest i mean <laughs> this award-winning film crew it was one of the most powerful transformational weekends I've been a part of. So as we dive into the editing process now, I, I feel like, oh my God, it is all ready to bloom. The yeah. message, I mean, we are ripe for this message, not just as women, but as all people, that this is the time where we need to step into our hearts and step out into the world to shine our light in a very fierce and bold way. Yeah. I want to talk for a minute about this because one of the things that I know, and you know this, um, is that as women, at least for me, I'm a little bit older than you, but let me just reference that for a minute. But I know generationally, decade by decade, as I went through life, and I was an active, I was an activist. My stepmom was an activist. And she had us girls out there with signs like, we're like, I think I just got my first bra. And she were out there with signs for something, right? She's out there with signs for something. And, you know, so I come from that energy, but I come from an energy of a positive level of this, right? And so one of the things I love is how I didn't have to struggle with words like, can I say it, power, fears, possibility. But there are many, many women that do, right? Would you agree or not? Absolutely. You know, and unfortunately, I think what happens is that we think and we get this idea from being very young that power means power over. And that couldn't be farther from what we're talking about. We're talking about empowerment, which is empowerment, right? It's a power within us to be equal to and to show up as our authentic self with others. So it's a very different, I think, you know, that's one of the chapters in my book is about healing our relationship with power, because I think that we need to realize 
it's not that we are, even as women, if we just focus on women, it's not about squash down the masculine. It's about how do we rise up and have our voice? How do we express ourselves in full expression? How do we, and when we talk about fierce, it's not aggression, it's not violence. Fierce is that fiery, passionate, purposeful energy that we can absolutely embrace within ourselves. And as we cultivate that fire, and I always say, you know, we're, we're excavating that spark inside of us, then that is our gift that we can share with each other. And that is how we're going to change the world. Okay. Can we get down and dirty now? Heck yes. All right. I got to tell you, I love that you're here talking about this. I love that you're bringing people together. I love that we're talking about things that even to this day, it is very difficult for women to do. I love that we're talking about the word fierce because I have to tell you, you know, as somebody that coined the phrase, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? And I've had almost every person in my first two years that I had brought on the show in um, from the New Thought community want me to change it to what would you do if you knew you can succeed? And I'm like, oh, hello, that's not my life. I mean, hello, no, that's, that's a word. I'm not afraid to use the word failure. I, I'm not sure what the energy is you're talking about, but I wanna talk about fears. And I wanna talk about how bold it is for you to use that phrase. Now, look, I play a sport. I have got a black and blue mark on my arm that people thought was a tattoo from this sport I play. It has been there two weeks. It will not go away. And I have been told I am fierce when I play. So let me tell you what happened. So when somebody tells you your fears and somebody walks up and says, do you really want to be that, Pat? Do you want to be known for that? You know, and, and this is somebody that I guess knows the dictionary. I don't know. That is not me. And says to me, you know what that means, Pat? And I said, no, what does that mean? I think I like it. I, I wish Fierce matched my name. Maybe I, I'll try to come up with like a cool thing, like Fierce Patty or something. They call me Patty when I play. He says, that is ferociously aggressive. And I looked at him and said, I'm going to get that T-shirt. I'm going to like put my ping pong paddles on like. He said to me, do you really want to be known for that? And I said, you betcha you know what I do. Why are we so afraid of owning that? Look, we watched the most incredible attack on Hillary Clinton. And this is not a political statement. Don't email me. This is a woman that ran for president. Being accused of being that. How can we help women stand in our power, be bold, be outrageous, and not be afraid of the dang word aggressive. Hello? Well, one of the things, Pat, I think that's really essential here, and, and you, you touched base on it. I don't know if it was right before we got on the show when we were chatting, <laughs> but you talked about you know, that there's some days where you wake up and you're just maybe not feeling amazing. And you're like, I'm going to stay in that. I want to be with how I'm feeling. And honestly, I think that's the first part of becoming fierce because also being fierce is about being in our vulnerability. Yes. It actually takes amazing courage to show up and say, 
I'm feeling devastated today, or I'm in deep grief today. And instead of trying to do something to find some external program for happiness so that that is not tended to, instead we go inside and we start working on cultivating this relationship with ourselves. Because I truly believe the first step of becoming fierce is that we have to become, we have to befriend ourselves and to truly grow what is self-love and not in the cliched version of self-love. In the self-love where we show up for ourselves day after day after day and give ourselves, number one, permission to have time to tend to ourselves, to truly dive deep within ourselves, whether that's meditation or exercise or being out in nature or writing in your gratitude journal. When you have that basis to operate from, you are telling yourself, hey, I've got, I've got you. I'm here for you. And you can start growing a trusting relationship with yourself. And when you start cultivating that and truly allowing whatever shows up, whether it's joy, whether it's frustration, that you're with that. Now, it doesn't mean you stay in that funk, but it means you acknowledge it. (laughs) You say, yep, this is here. Maybe you breathe into it. Maybe, you know, you, you pray, you meditate, you do what you need to do, some breath work to shift it. Not to, not to just say, I'm ignoring you. Right. Then you're, you're utilizing and you're cultivating the tools that really start to build that fierce nature within you. It is really arriving as your authentic self. I can't emphasize that enough because we try so often to be, and as women, we're notorious. We're the caretakers. We become people pleasers. So it's not all or nothing. It's not that you don't care about anyone. Exactly. It's that that there's really a beautiful way to detach with love. And so I can move into a very compassionate place with the people that I interact with. And I have to make sure that I have tended to myself first. It's actually the least selfish thing we can do. I love it. And, you know, part of this too is looking at this and looking at what becoming fierce means according to what you've outlined for people. It really is quite the invitation, Stephanie. For those of you just tuning in, Stephanie James, my very special guest today. But, you know, part of that leads to, you know, the, the filmmaking part of this, you know, talking about where we are with this, talking about, you know, how you bring people together. And what does this mean? Let's put two phrases together. They're your phrases, but let's put them together anyway, because they're powerful by themselves. But I don't know about you, but anything that I have felt that passionate about, whether it's the network, whether it's my sport, whether it's a person or a cause, right? I work with people in addiction and recovery. I work with people that are physically and mentally challenged right? I, I, am, I am just in that passionately. You know, you might say that when it comes to my commitment dedication, it's beyond fears for me, because for whatever reason, that's what I'm made of. But then you put that together with what it calls you to do. And then what happens? What happens is sparks ignite. What happens is you go from the essence of what you believe in your core values to actually doing something about it. And see, that's what I love about this. And that's what I think the event's about. You could have sat there and talked about it and gone on air and talked about it, but you didn't. Talk about what catapulted you to action, what the steps were you take, where you took. 
and where this vision lies today for everyone. Because you're not done, are you? Are you done? I, we're, we're just starting. We are just <laughs> starting. And, you know, Pat, I, I, have to, I have to rewind a little bit because I feel like the inspiration for this came, you know, it was a little over a year ago when I was interviewed on Carrie, Karen Curry Parker's show for my first book. And towards the end of the interview, she said, well, what is, what are your plans for the future? And I said, well, you know, I'm stopping at stoplights. I'm stopping at stop signs and writing <laughs> on scraps of paper because there is, there is another book that wants to come through. And we get done with the interview and she says to me, well, unbeknownst to you, my business partner and I own a publishing house and we'd like to publish your next book. So serendipitously, this happened. And the next day I met with her partner, Michelle Vandepass. And when I met with her during that conversation, she was saying to me, my God, Stephanie, you are fierce. You are fierce. And then it was like, that's it. The book is becoming fierce. And I was woken up that night about one in the morning and wrote the whole outline for the book. So it was really one of these things where it was just coming through and just, I just say, you know, I showed up at the keyboard and what needed to come through came through. And I knew, you know, I, I had talked with a woman who works with Amit Goswami and she had said to me, I just feel, and she's a very in tune, I, I wouldn't say psychic, but very in tune person. And she said, you're supposed to help women. Now this is like two years ago. She said, I just know you're supposed to help women. I feel it. I feel you're going to be doing these big events. I feel you're going to be doing these things. And it was just like, I knew Pat, I said, I have to do my next film about becoming fierce yeah. for women, especially at this time, because we have to find our voices. We have to find where we are empowered and can stay oh. in that fierceness where we have resources and resiliency in these times that we're facing right now. And so uh, it, again, serendipity played such a key. And again, when I feel like we're passionate and we're driven and we're like, you know what? Even though I have no money in the bank to support this project, I don't have any resource. I mean, there was a point where I was like, yeah. I don't know who's going to do this. I don't have a film crew for this. And I was so convicted and knew this was going to happen. And so literally when I emailed the people about being a, just a possibility, you know, Pauline Wynn, the, the Huffington Post said she's the most grounded spiritual entrepreneur on the planet. She's one of the top 20 non-celebrity speakers in the world. She came here from Sydney, Australia without a thought. I mean, she was like, I'm in. Every time, you know, I, I spoke with Natalie Ledwell, who wrote the foreword for my book. She's so amazing. And she was like, I'm there. You know, these women flew from all over the world to be there, to be presenters. And then there was a time when there was only six people registered, Pat. And I was like, well, you know, my vision is 20. I feel like there's going to be 26 of us, six presenters, 20 participants. And I just kept getting that number and I kept feeling it really strongly. And I was in a Zoom call with Pauline and she goes, well, are you going to call it? You know, I'm just wondering when you're going to call it. There's only six people registered. Yeah. We were about a month out. And I said, we are having this event. Right. This event is happening. And I am not kidding you, Pat. Less than 24 hours, we had six more people <laughs> registered. And, and it was just like, that's it. Yeah. See, that's where I wanted to talk with you because um, this is really one of the port most important messages I think we can bring forward for women. And, you know, it is, uh, and I'm not leaving men out on purpose, 
But our focus today is this. And I want to say to all you men out there for a minute, um, you heard me talk about you the other day and thank you because I know I'm here today and doing what I, I'm doing because I have had so many angels in my life to help me get here. And they haven't all been women. And I just want to be very clear about that. But my passion now, and I think, Stephanie, what you're saying is our passion is knowing what it took for us to get here and now making a commitment to give it back, right? Now making the commitment to say, look, if there's something that I could share with you that I could help you with, that we can prepare for you, whether it's an event or a book, this is now our next way to pay it forward, Stephanie. That's what I hear from you. And when you commit to that and you become fierce in that conviction, then it calls for you to not just move forward, but to trust that when you move forward, that fierce consciousness of your pathway transcends the money you have in a bank account. I started this 20 years ago. Ask me if I had the money in my account. I started the network in 2009. The idea came in 08. I didn't have the conviction to do it in 09. Had nothing, no software, nothing, but no money in the bank. But what I had was what you just described. What is your message for um, us? And what did we learn from the event? To well, help think, women trust. Well, yes, absolutely. And I was going to say, you know, there is, there's this huge part of trust and this huge part of surrender, which can feel like this duality, actually surrendering to that, whether you call it spirit, divine, the universe, whatever it is to you. But when you hear that calling to truly surrender, and I think when we get quiet and listen, we can hear that voice that's guiding mm -hmm. us. And to really, truly honor that voice and surrender. And surrender is actually, it takes so much courage. And there were moments during this, you know, the last three months planning this event, where when things weren't coming through, to be able to say, I continue, even though I feel scared, even though in this moment, I feel like I don't want to go into hopelessness. So what I'm going to do instead is surrender to that bigger picture, to that bigger message, that bigger dream that is living through me and trusting then that it will happen. And so my, my biggest message is not only trust and surrender, but I think what's imperative in my first movie that's just out now, When Sparks Ignite, yep. in my book, and in this new film that will be coming, and our experience is that your healing matters. That yeah. each woman, each man on this planet, we have a responsibility to focus on where we need to heal. And when we do that, like this weekend, when I was there with all those women at the very end of this, this is Sunday, last Sunday afternoon, and people are just in tears and in the deepest gratitude sharing the transformation they experienced during the weekend, the deep, deep healing. And I said, you know, what, what is so beautiful to me, what is so exciting is that this is just the beginning because each one of these women now goes back out into their family, their partner, their community. And those are the sparks that then spread and ignite other people. So it's, I mean, like thousands of people have been affected just from that event. 
Yeah. I mean, I want to talk to you about this when we come back from break, because it's not the end. You know, when you say ignite your best life, illuminate the world, that is a powerful, powerful conversation to have. But it's one that I want everyone listening to this show to believe by the time we're done, that every single one of you, it doesn't matter where you're listening from, what your job is, you know, what you're doing, what your challenges are. When we come back, I want to walk you through with Stephanie James, how this is potentially one of the most powerful messages for you to know you are that. Stephanie, before we go uh, to break, how do people find out about you? Tell everybody how they get the book, how they find out about the event. How do they find out about what's next? Tell us best way to do that. Yeah. So best way to check out my new film, When Sparks Ignite, it's on Plex Network on the More You channel. You can get my book on Amazon. It is live now. So Becoming Fierce. And you can get a hold of me at stephaniejames.world, which is my website where you can find out about events. You can see a trailer for the first film. And you can email me directly because I want to work with people and I want to really help whoever needs to transform, whoever is ready to find their voice and find their sparks within. You can contact me directly at stephaniethespark at gmail.com. I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what does it look like? What does it look like to step into the energy of becoming fierce? What does it look like? And please go over to Amazon. Take a look at how beautiful the cover of this book is. Take a look at it. Take a look at what this means. And then ask yourself the question, how would becoming fierce change your life immediately? Like now. That's what I want you to ask yourself. How would becoming fierce change your life immediately? Think about something in your life right now that's been holding you back, that's keeping you stuck. It could be a thing. It could be an emotion. It could be a relationship. But think about it. And when we come back, Stephanie James is going to walk us through how becoming fierce is changing the life of so many women. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Tune into the Dr. Diane Show, where we explore revolutionary expansion of mind, body, and soul every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I bring over 20 years of expertise as a mindset warrior, perspective shifter, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you reach your wildest dreams in business, health, performance, and relationships. Join the discussion on the show. Learn more about me, Dr. Diane, and receive a free digital copy of my magazine at naturalnutmeg.com. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. What if you could enter a sacred vortex of love and beauty, infused with the power of the earth and ascended masters? Join myself, Dr. Georgia Herrera and Dr. Sharon Martin in the Sacred Magic Show. 
bring in the mystical and sacred for healing, airing every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You too can have your health and life challenges melt away. Join now and feel your heart open up to the answers to your most important questions. There isn't a magic pill to creating your healthy lifestyle, yet it doesn't have to be hard or feel impossible. Health works from the inside out, connecting both your body and your mind. Georgette LePage lives and breathes what she teaches, so allow her to be living proof of what can work for you. Connect with her now for a free 30-minute discovery session to see what results you are looking for and how she can help you get them. Visit GeorgetteLePage.com. Tune in to Awaken Your Magic Within. Reveal unconscious systems to discover your unstoppable freedom power. Join me, Tracy Lynn Wallace, on TransformationTalkRadio.com the first Tuesday of each month, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, to gain insight, direction, and tools to uncover limiting beliefs. Get ready to step into your unstoppable power to discover and uncover your magic within. Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm licensed therapist with Drina Layton. We want to invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and with Drina Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives. Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things around and gain the merit for life mindset. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Yep, guess who's in the house? Yep, becoming fierce herself, Stephanie James. Look, before we get rolling, because Benny says, like, we do. We get rolling, and then we get rolling. Again, tell people how they can get your book. They can also get the Kindle version of the book, by the way, on Amazon. Please give out that information one more time, if you don't mind. You bet. So, yeah, the, the book's available on Amazon. The film, When Sparks Ignite, my first film, is available on Plex Network. There'll be specific times it's playing on the More You channel all during July. And you can get a hold of me. Go to stephaniejames.world. You can find out all about the films, the books. You can um, see a trailer of the film. And contact me directly at stephaniethespark at gmail.com. I'd love to connect with you. Um. I recently had a situation and it's really the big, it's really, I just want to drop this little story out there um, to, to just get us rolling because I think sometimes we think that, you know, some people achieve success in the world because things have turned out so right for them that every peg got into the right hole. And honestly, that's not been the case for me, but there is something that is in common with the 9,000 interviews I've done in 20 years, there is something common that shows up. And I had to really look at this because somebody said it about me, but you've talked about it. And it's part of what I call the fierce formula. Did I just give you a new brand right there? (laughs) (laughs) You heard it first. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. So I apologize if I'm kind of ruining your brand there with that that just came out that's great um but there is something there are the the essentials and what were you're about to talk about is you're talking about essentials that doesn't require you to go to your favorite bank and take out a half a million dollar loan 
or it doesn't require you to sell everything in your home, although some people have. It requires something on the inside. And I want to ask you about this because you talked about earlier, I didn't have the money in the bank for it. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. However, you had an incredible idea. You had unwavering conviction. You had belief in yourself. And you also had belief in the universe. And I would love for you to share how important this became because I'm not here today talking to you because I've had those things. I've had people show up, things show up, money show up. I don't know. How about you? Absolutely. And, you know, I want to say the first lesson I learned in this um, as far as doing a film and having these amazing international thought leaders and wisdom keepers just come to an event and Pat coming with no charge, no charge. You know, they are coming wow. to believe in it. You know, Pauline Wynn commands $25,000 an hour. She came for free. Natalie Ludwell came for free. And in my first film, I remember I had 67 cents in my savings account. And I was convicted. I'm like, I am doing this event. I'm doing this film. And I went down to Santa Fe and a friend of mine had said, well, Larry Dossie lives in Santa Fe. Why don't you, why don't you get, you know, set up an email and set up something. So we did, he and his wife joined me for dinner. I told them about my first film, the idea, and I'll never forget the moment. I was just thinking about it the other day where Larry Dossie put his hand over mine and said, Stephanie, how can I refuse? You know, he just felt it. And he said, you and your, you know, this generation of thought leaders, we're passing the torch to you. And, and now you're picking it up and this is what's manifesting through it. So every single person there, you know, the Capanellis, George and Sedina Capanelli, which I believe, you know, you know, television and film producers, PBS, Ageless Living series, phenomenal individuals, they also lived in Santa Fe serendipitously mm -hmm. and met me for breakfast. And they were both like, yeah. And as a matter of fact, here's our award-winning film crew that you can connect with that ended up filming that first film. Now, this event and all of this with Becoming Fierce was no different. And I have to tell you, in order to get the film crew there, Pat, I had to come up with $50,000. You know, and that's just for the filming. That's not post-production. No, we've right. Now, we, yeah, we've now joined with a nonprofit, which is phenomenal. So people can donate to that nonprofit. And it goes through that to help support the film to really get this message out to women. And before we got that, we were just a, a couple weeks away, maybe even, gosh, 10 days away from the event. And we had not secured the funds. We needed $30,000. And Anna Dara and I, the director of Film Nest, met and we said, we both have seen this vision come true. We have seen ourselves there with, this, with these women. We have seen ourselves sharing this message. And I said, I don't know how this is going to happen, but this is going to happen. And again, I am not kidding you. Like It's like when you have that kind of conviction, the universe answers the call. And 24 hours later, we had $30,000. And that's really what I want to talk about because there is an energy and there's an energetic connection and this is really important. And, you know, some people call them angels. Some people call them miracles. There are other people that write about the science of intention, the biology of belief. Thank you, Bruce. There's so many things like this. 
but we need to tell more and more stories like this. I mean, you know, when I think about Lynn McTaggart and the first time I met Lynn and the intention experiment and all of that, um, it even happened for me before that. One of my first interviews were, was with Jean Houston and, you know, the late Dr. Angelus Arian. And by the way, Dr. Angelus Arian became one of my most powerful mentors for me at a time when I was very ill and all I could do was the radio show in 2004, five and six. And to this day, Dr. Angelus Arian is always going to be in my heart. And her loss is, oh, God, I'm choking up. Mm. Um, she is greatly missed. And she's missed to me because early on, on a journey which I don't come from this background. I didn't go to school for this. This is not how I got here. But what you and I are talking about and the people that have been around us and been surrounding us and encouraging us, how many of those people help you remember the truth of who you are, Stephanie? Because that's one thing we need to talk about now. Yeah. If you are around people that are not supporting the truth of you, who you are, and I said this on, a, on the show that I do with Mark Anthony, and you have to come on that show, by the way. Um, I said this on that show. The hardest thing for me to do was to cut those people out of my life. And yeah. people thought that is so harsh, Pat. That is, is that like your Bronx side of you? Is that like the New York side of you? No, Catherine Ponda said it first, but let's talk about this because don't we have to surround ourselves with people that are going to fuel our vision, spark and ignite us because it's so hard to be around the people that don't. Absolutely. You know, and I love in Jack Canfield's book, Success Principles, where he talks about you, know, <laughs> you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I have found that in my life to be absolutely true. And part of what we did at the retreat was actually, and it's a chapter in my book, is purge what doesn't serve. And so we literally were listing you know, what beliefs do I have that no longer serve me? What behaviors do I have that no longer serve me? And what relationships do I have that no longer serve me? And I had someone from the audience ask me straight out, what about if it's your parents? What about it's your parents or it's a close relationship that it's toxic? And those individuals, I mean, I think that's the hardest, Pat, right? When it's someone that we're related to. And what I shared with her and what I shared in my book was my own story of really growing up being such a daddy's boy and for 13 years having the most golden childhood. And then one night having that completely shattered at 13 years old as my brother and I looked out the second story window as my mom is screeching down the driveway in her car and my dad's jumping on the hood, pounding on the hood of the car. I'd never seen my mom cry or my parents fight. This was totally my whole world turning upside down. And in a nutshell, what ended up happening, you know, I went from being this daddy's girl who literally, I love my dad so much. I was fishing beside him at four years old. I would sit beside him every morning while he shaved and put shaving cream on my face and shave it with a little plastic toothbrush holder. I just wanted to be close to him. And the importance of this in sharing this is that then there became a time at 13 when my father, that whole event was because my father had waited till we all went to sleep to tell my mom he was having an affair. And 
so my 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 family exploded. My mother, who had been such a rock, became emotionally unstable. Now she's one of my very best friends today, and I always have to say that because she's yeah. one of the. I, I dedicate the book to her yeah. because she's one of the most fierce women I know. Um, but at the time, she was very very unstable. She'd loved this man for eighteen years. Yeah, and now her family explodes. Well. It was natural for me because I was so close to my dad. I moved in with my father and in very short order, I was told I could no longer speak to my father alone. I could no longer do anything with him alone. And to this day, I, I have not been allowed to speak to him alone on the phone. And what happened at 16 years old when I decided to move back in with my mother, actually, it was just for a summer. I was going to stay there for a couple years or excuse me, for a couple weeks. And it ended up being a couple years. Wow. Um, my father decided they were moving to Austin and, and in one night said, you know, are you going to come? And I said, no, I'd grown up here. I've been in Fort Collins since I was four years old. I was about to be a junior in high school, you know, and friends are so important. And I said, no, I'm staying here. And he didn't speak to me for a year. Yeah. So, you know, Pat, my, I, I had about, I, I come to all of this through like a very deep, deep, deep experience of pain that I held within me probably for the next 15 years. And so I had to cultivate this befriending myself and how to love myself and through therapy and EMDR and all kinds of women's retreats and exactly. what we all do, right? I and, even, and so, I, I, I love it that I went to like these women's music festivals. That was like so fun, totally hippie. I mean, just the best. I mean, and, and learning how to, to love myself. And when I really could love myself, I could love the other women in my life and not see them as competition. I could love the men in my life in a way that it was like totally fierce, truly being open-hearted and standing in that fear. And so I'll tell you, I tell you all this, that it'll be six years ago that I decided to terminate my relationship with my father. Yeah. And that was after a lifetime of pain, yeah. after a continued, literally um, emotional abuse throughout my life. And I, and here's the thing, we can detach with love. I still love my father to this day. You know, my, my partner, he always says to me, if you didn't know you weren't speaking to your dad, you would think you two had the closest relationship because what I remember from my father is the wisdom that he gave me, Pat. And the love for academics and poetry and music, that was his gift to me. So I can detach yeah. with love. And that's yeah. what I invite people to do. So it doesn't matter if it's a, a parent, if it's a sibling, if it's someone who continues and, and it continued, you know, throughout my life, it wasn't that there was just some verbal abuse and emotional abuse. It, it continued throughout my life. And at one point I finally got the conviction to say, enough. Yeah. Enough. I'd been writing the letter for a year. I literally had stopped. And if I can just inject this last thing, what truly to me was testament of all of this is my father had had a very severe heart attack. Mm. And this is the year before I stopped speaking to him and I was about to send the letter, but then he had this heart attack. So I flew out to Austin. He was in a coma and he came to, he opened his eyes for the first time when he heard my voice. Mm. and they were worried he had brain damage. So they weren't going to do the quadruple, quadruple bypass until they knew he had enough brain functioning. Mm. And Pat, all he could say is, I love you. You're precious. Yeah. You're beautiful. 
And he would repeat that over and over. And it was like all of the pain, everything melted because I could see my father's essence. Yeah. And so I think that's something we need to know. We can still see the essence. We can still see in the the beauty in someone's heart beyond their behaviors, beyond circumstance. And it doesn't mean we continue an abusive relationship with them. Absolutely. And you see, that's what becoming fierce is all about. You know, it it means that, you know, from from your book, and there's so many things also, too, that we could talk about. But, you know, there was one thing I read from your book, and I remembered it. It's something like, you know, life has knocked me down a few times. It showed me things I never wanted to see. You know, I experienced sadness and failures. But one thing for sure, I always get up. And I think that was by somebody unknown. I think I almost have it memorized correctly, but I'm not sure. Um, But it's when you open a book and you come out with that. And then, of course, the stories you share in this book are just amazing. The one thing I love about this is that becoming fierce is a beautiful, beautiful way to hone in on every strength you're capable of having, every strength you already have. And every strength that you've learned from every weakness you have. And I am not afraid to use the word weakness because every weakness I have had or have have now or will have has always, because of what you just said, has always transmuted itself to strength. And I love that you shared that story. I mean, I'm listening to it and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, similar relationships with our dad. And yet at the same time, we have to know in life, the way you just shared it, you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, like you said, those are the things that dim our shine and they wear us down. And it is too essential right now that we are excavating whatever is covering up the sparks inside of us. You know, that's one of the things that I really, I speak to my clients about daily is how can we continue to clear this conduit that we are to bring as much love and healing to the world as possible. The world needs us now more than ever before. Yeah. I love also that you shared about the book and the publishing of it. And, you know, I haven't talked about this much on air, but I work with some of our hosts and work with them because this is uncharted territory for them. And how do you get a book agent? How do you put a proposal together? And I've worked with some of them and one of them in particular. And our latest experience was so shocking to me, right? It, It was just so different for me. And we fought the good fight and we lost. And this is what I wanna say about the world of publishing today before any of you all sign any kind of contract with any kind of publisher or book agent, you must add the line in there. I get the final choice on the title and I get the final choice on the cover because if you don't, what they pick for you may not even come close to your life's path, your brand may not even represent your brand and you'll find yourself in a position. See, now these are the things, Stephanie, we have to help women with. It's about becoming fierce, but also what you do is you help them with the how in life. That's what your coaching is about. See, you and I help people with the how in life. And I sent an email out to all of the hosts that I'm working with on book deals. And I said, do not sign any publishing contracts. Do not sign any book agent contracts. 
till we talk about this. Because what you end up with, no matter how fiercely, and we fought, we even redesigned the book cover. My artist created 20 new redesigns of book cover. We sent in evidence about why you should name this book this and why it didn't test in a focus group. We did all of that, all of that. We talked about the fact that this book was more than a holistic book. It was a mainstream book. Over weekends, long hours that we put in to help with this. And then you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And, you know, sometimes when you feel like your, your vision falls on ears that can't hear, hearts that can't open, and eyes that can't see, you need a little help from somebody like you, Stephanie, mm -hmm. because this is also part of becoming fierce. It's not rolling over. It's like Susan Denae says. You don't have to be a bulldozer, but you're not a doormat either. Isn't that what you learned as well? Absolutely. And that's just it. I think that it's important that we continue to reinvent ourselves, that we can we continue with whatever our dream is. If we have that fierce passion inside of us, then nobody deters us from that. We might have to go down different avenues. You know, when I created that first film, there were so many people that were like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's complete yet. Yes, you know, we're, we're not ready to, to share this or to take this film. And it literally wasn't until I spoke to, and this is, you know, two and a half years later. It wasn't like we got done and we edited it and it was broadcast. You know, I, I just believed in the message so deeply and so fiercely that I knew I held on to that vision. And so eventually when I had Martin Root on my show and he's talking about his project Heaven on Earth, he, he knew some of the people in my film. He knew Larry Dossie. He knew Jacob Lieberman. And he said, I want to watch the film. So I sent him the copy. He watched it three times, wow. gave me four pages of notes. And he said, this is a really good film. You could make it great. And we went back to the editing room and we finished editing it. And I knew then it was finally ready. It was done. And I sent it to him and he's like, oh my God, I love this. Send it to Natalie Ledwell. And Natalie Ledwell, three days later, sends me a note and says, I hope it's okay. I sent it to my friend, Jonathan Barbado. He, he happens to own the More You channel. And <laughs> Jonathan loved it. And so here we are, you know, so it's, you continue to hold that dream. You continue to hold that vision. And sometimes it's going to take a different route than you ever imagined. Sometimes you do have to edit it. Sometimes there's a reversion and that's okay. Yeah. Knowing yeah. that, that you were given that dream. I mean, we've heard this so much, Pat, you know, we're, we're not given a dream without the means to have it <laughs> unfold right? and to manifest. And it is the truth. It's the right. truth. So if you hear that inner calling, I'm saying absolutely listen, listen, and trust that inner calling. Your inner GPS is guiding you on the next step of your journey. Yeah. And you can manifest that dream. I love this because one of the most powerful things we're talking about here when it comes to fierce is having fierce faith. And what, what we're talking about is not from a religious perspective, but fierce faith. That is belief. That is trust. When you're, you, when you're, beliefs and your faith in your vision and your dream is fierce it is unstoppable it is invincible 
it is that thing that when all else around you starts to come down, it is the one thing that you get reminded of that it's called your dream for a reason. It's yours. Stephanie, I can't thank you enough for today. My gosh, so much. Again, how do people find out about this, the film, the book, the movie, everything? And how do people support you? Thank you, Pat. So they can go to Amazon. My book is on Amazon, Becoming Fierce. And it will be available on Audible in a couple months. So they can hear it as well, read by me. And also on Plex, on the More You channel, it's free. You can get my film, When Sparks Ignite. And that there'll be showtimes for that available on the Plex network being shown all through July. And then it will just go on a regular where you can watch it whenever you choose. And then get a hold of me at stephaniejames.world. You can find out about events. You can see a trailer for the movie and you'll be able to see our next, what we filmed, Becoming Fierce is going to be a six part network series on Plex. Wow. So that is going to be coming up late fall this year. It's happening. I mean, we are so thrilled to share that content. It is powerful. And contact me directly. I would love to work with you. I would love to help anyone find that inner voice, find that inner love, find that spark and become fierce at stephaniethespark at gmail.com. Stephanie, I can't thank you enough. I mean, honestly, um, the journey continues. You will be coming back. We're here to support you. I can't thank you enough for helping for helping women understand what that next step is for them. You know, what women have accomplished a lot and you become bold, you become brave. It is now time to become fierce. And thank you for reminding us of that. Last question, what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And again, thank you for everything. Absolutely. Thank you, Pat. I I have the chills actually when you ask that question. And I have to go back again to my main message, which is that your healing matters. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I said to the presenters when we were all sitting there just together, I said, all of us are the same height, which means all of us are in this together. No one is more important than anyone else. So regardless of your economic status, where you live, how successful or unsuccessful you feel, Your healing matters, each one of us contributing to the whole. That's what's going to illuminate the world. Mm. Stephanie James, everybody, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. I am always sitting on my edge edge of my seat waiting for what is next here. But also thank you for the reminder, not just for me, but for many people out there, that this is an energy that you can bring in your life today. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be creating a film. Maybe you're becoming fierce simply by getting out of bed today. Exactly. Exactly. Stephanie James, everybody, most amazing. Benny, Micah, all of you, are you ready? Are you ready to become fierce? Come on. I know you are. I know you are. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll see you next time.